this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I'm Joey. I love wrestling. I'm Nick. I love wrestling. There's no guest, but I'm Steven. And I hate wrestling. You Should Love Wrestling is a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love wrestling. You should love wrestling, WWE, cause I love wrestling, a lot of loving for me, we on the podcast, Joey Cliff, Nick and Steven, but Steven ain't wrestling, gotta make him a believer, I'm all hoping that, I love Rick Flair, The Undertaker, Tombstone on the chair, so tune in every week, cause we got a new guest, you should love wrestling, cause it's the best, yes! Let's do this at the same time. God, I don't think that's better, but fine. <laughs> Whenever, Whenever you, you shop, shop on Amazon, Amazon you, you can support, support our show by going to boardwalkaudio.com forward slash you should love wrestling. Click the support our artist button and then shop on amazon.com like you normally would. Jesus Please. Christ, guys. For Nick the three people that are already still listening to this episode. What uh, if I just cut out Joey's audio? I could do that. You could technically. Honestly, I wouldn't be opposed to that. But then it'll just be you alone going, yeah. well, just as bad. No, so maybe I'll just make Joey do the only one. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. And, yeah. That'll, be, and that'll just sound like Joey. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm, I'm comfortable with who Amazon. I am as a person. <laughs> yeah. uh. So guys, you may have noticed, and we mentioned it right up top, we do not have a guest. And the reason that we don't have a guest is because we don't know. We just couldn't figure it out. <laughs> but the reason that we decided to do this is um, we recently, get this, took Stephen Perlstein to Monday Night Raw. That's right, folks. February 20th, 2017. We, 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 we all hopped in a car. We went down to the Staples Center. Uh, many previous guests of the show, some friends, some wrestling fans, some mm -hmm. fanatics. We sat in a nice little section. Uh, very, very, very good seats at the Staples Center. And we yeah. watched a somewhat middling but also eventful, I guess, Raw. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's all true. Um, I had been traveling all weekend, mm -hmm. uh, and include, including that day, I drove up from San Diego. I'd been traveling all day, yeah. and went basically directly to the show, mm -hmm. uh, which was a, I guess, a fun way to end my vacation. So, I don't know. Was it? You no, it wasn't. What time did it start? At like three thirty or something? Yeah, so, yeah, we had to get there at four thirty, and you were like. You were five minutes late or something like that. Yeah. We were actually very close to giving your ticket away. We yeah. were like, uh, we were going to give it to, uh, I think, a friend of the show, Ben Parks. Mm. We were there very was close. a long text chain of like, oh, Wait, would, would, ben, would Ben Parks have been there already? No, he was going to like, he was going to like drop everything and quit his job to come down to yeah, it. Yeah, he was going to put his life on hold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't think of a worse choice, but yeah, I guess that's fine. A worse choice than Ben Parks or a worse choice for him to make? Him to make. I was going to yeah. say, Ben Parks is the ultimate best choice. He's a great choice. Thank you for listening, Ben Parks. We love you. Yeah, why hasn't he been on the show? I've actually asked him, and he he kind of refuted. He was like, well, I'm not really a wrestling yeah. fan. He was like, uh, a wolf bit out my vocal cords. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> wow. I still think he would make for a good guest. We'll One see day. what happens One day. down the line. 
Um, uh, great. Yeah. So now everybody look forward to ma- that, maybe. Um, yeah. Also, the- we were covering this a lot uh, on our Twitter, mm-hmm. and we legitimately want to thank all of the fans for reaching out, for retweeting, <laughs> yeah. for messaging, for Sim- giving us things to chant <laughs> on video at the show during the show. Yeah. People were great on Twitter. You guys are awesome. So thank you so, so much for interacting with us. Uh, I'm pretty sure I can do this. If you go to boardwalkaudio.com forward slash you should love wrestling uh, and go directly to the episode page for this episode, I yep. think I'll embed all the tweets uh, which will include some video chance of us yeah. uh like one that was suggested from a fan nothing happens when you nothing die happens when you nothing die. happens yeah, nothing. when you die nothing which was then happens. immediately yeah. followed by uh george the animal steel like we did that and then a yep. video of george animal steel like in memoriam came up and we're like, <laughs> yeah. oh no 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 we're sorry that's not not in any way uh, really. you've seen it very much online and we'll talk about it a little bit more but we've also got our own personal video from our wonderful seats of mm-hmm. the rock calling cm punk literally on the phone after the show there's also a riveting video of me asking joey whether or not he's gonna eat his jalapenos yeah and uh, i didn't I kept on saying uh, that Nick could have all of them, and he kept on <laughs> saying <laughs> one at a time. I, I yeah. can't, it was so funny. I kept picking one or two and going, "Let me just grab another one of those." And he was like, "Do you want to hold this?" And I was like, "No," because I wanted to see if Joey would set it down, and he didn't set down the tray. No. It was crazy. Well, it's That's like rough. I feel like it would be rude to set it down because then somebody could step in it. True. Very, very true. Very yeah. True. Thank, you. Thank you for doing it. I set it under my seat where people don't walk, but whatever you want. Oh, but you know, like mm-hmm. cleaning people still have to clean it up. I was just trying to be nice to them. Yeah, but that's their job. If you're, if you're <laughs> taking out their trash, you're going to unemploy. You're going to make some cleaning but, people unemployed. But I guess that like, you know, uh, it's, it's their job, it. but like they would hate it if you just spilled a bunch of soda all over a seat or something, you know? Mm-hmm. I worked at a movie theater for a long time and mm-hmm. uh, I didn't resent anybody for spilling. I was just like, this is the job. That's this happens it's okay i worked at a grocery store i had to clean up a lot of shit mm. and i resented every human that walked in that place. yeah yeah just for existing that makes sense for you yeah, yeah. i fucking hate it i hate Actually, it it makes more sense for me it does that's but, weird yeah yeah um but, well but you get the realism if that was your job i knew it was my job and i hated it anyway yeah 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 i'm fine with just doing work we've talked about yeah, this before that's fine steven's a work guy i am a work guy yeah, uh, classic work guy <laughs> what's well, his work rate he's like three on the melter scale <laughs> Um, oh, that's a, what does that mean? That's work rate. Uh, I it's care. work rate. You know what? I don't work, care. Work rate. Uh, <laughs> it's a professional wrestling term that means if somebody's a good wrestler or not. Like okay. somebody's got work rate. It's it's something that I feel like. Uh, wrestlers hate that that term is a thing and yeah. constantly make fun of it. Another thing that Jim Cornette loves railing about on his podcast. Oh, mm-hmm. but you're concerned about what his fucking work rate is, you fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fantastic. It's like I don't even. I still don't really know what that term means i just have heard it used a lot I'm like oh like good Brian. they work got some good work right yeah <laughs> so we got to the staples center and automatically mm. steven is flabbergasted by how many people we're seeing that we know uh, oh i just didn't know that so many people that we knew were going to be there i i thought for some reason i just was like nobody's going to this like it's you guys <laughs> it would just be the, it would just be like <laughs> the three of us in an empty arena with like right. a braun Strowman crying in the middle of the ring well what ha- I'll, I'll tell you why is because you told me like oh we're gonna go and we just happened to have an extra ticket, so I'm like, they couldn't offload a ticket onto somebody Actually, who had a wanted of it. Extra tickets, yeah. Out, which yeah, is tickets crazy. given to us by a friend of the show. Very uh, nice of him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we sat. We sat in our section with uh, previous guests. We had Jesse Klein, Nick Mundy, friend Mike Carlson, Justin so, Donaldson, Sam Brown. So to finish my thought, you had said that like uh, this was a this was a Monday night thing. It's not going to be a big show. It's not going to be like a memorable show or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But we'll but, just go and do it. And I, I in my in my 
mind, I was like, oh, so like nobody's going to go to this thing. It's something a Monday in the middle of the day. It's not like any like people are going to take time <laughs> off to go like the way you really undersold it to me. I Everyone guess. took time. And I was like, wow, there are people here. Bummer. Yeah, yeah there's 16,000 people. 21,000, I believe, yeah. Yeah, Staples yeah. Center. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Huge, like practically solid crowd at the Staples Center. And let's get into kind of what we saw, because admittedly, Stephen, you got some good shit out of this show, as we all did. Oh, yeah. Tell me yeah, more. Yeah, you got some Wetzel's Pretzels. You got some Dwayne the Rock Johnson, baby. Well, I'll tell you where we started. Okay, first, um, I started at the Figaro Bar located across from Section 101 of the main car- concourse. Mm-hmm. I had a nice margarita. I don't Good. remember the name of it, but it was about $14. Cool. A little pricey for a <laughs> yeah. mixed drink, but I will say that that's fairly reasonable considering it was a sporting event. Yeah. The margarita was good. The bartender gave me a decent pour. and I $12 felt $12 beers. I felt like pretty tipsy after it. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that might be because I hadn't eaten all day because okay. I was traveling, but I was like, this is a good drink. This is worth it. Um, so... Uh, Figaro uh, Bar again, like located at Section One Hundred One. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give that. Uh, I'm gonna give that like a three and a half uh, tipsy pours. Uh, okay. So uh, actually, yeah. this is a genuine question. As somebody that uh, doesn't drink, mm-hmm. so beer is twelve dollars at a sporting event. Mm-hmm. Is it good beer or is it like PBR? Is it's it like shit. worth the twelve dollars? No. It's just I, I think the, I think I got Stella's if I'm not mistaken. I think yeah. Stella's is Stella a good beer? Yeah, it's fine. It's better it's, than it's a perfectly terrible. fine. Yeah. Is it worth twelve dollars? It's a it's no. like a it's a mid grade thing. It's oh, like got it. It's like Taco Bell is like PBR and uh, do you want to undersell it because it's that's you're selling it. So okay. it's like so and then, it's and then the so next step up like Stella is like Chipotle. Yeah, so it's like ten dollars for then, Chipotle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stella's it's a like, perfectly good, respectable, regular ass lager beer. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. pills. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I always go. I try to get mixed drinks when I can, and that was sure. a place to do it. So there you go. That's gotcha. a figure out bar. Good treat for you too. Yeah, I worked really hard to go see this shit. I had to. I had to liquor up a little bit to understand why anybody could possibly like this, and so I figured it out. People were into it i think i figured it out so uh let's get into the show a little bit so yep. the first thing that we saw after the main event matches after the rock came out and like mm-hmm. begged all of us to not chant rocky um we saw kevin owens in the middle of the ring yes with a solid lead of um, beam of light illuminating him as he held the universal title and explained uh why he's going to beat Goldberg well, and why he turned on Chris Jericho. He didn't go into too bit. much detail yeah. on that. Um, this was uh, the Monday Night Raw after the Festival of Friendship, a very probably one of the better segments in the past, you know, 10 years of wrestling. I thought it was a really good way to kick off the show. It was interesting. Yeah. We haven't seen just like a spotlight chair guy explaining himself. I, a lot of people compared it to the Eddie Guerrero yeah. um, moment from like years ago. I would agree to that. I would agree with that. So, Stephen, uh, what did you think of this segment? Um, I uh, forgot. I yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been almost a week at this <laughs> point so you know there's no way I can really remember these things um yeah I I uh you know like I said I think this was the one where <laughs> uh Kevin Owens was uh sitting at us was it basic instinct style uh flashing his his testicles at us I mean um, oh, no, yeah, the, okay, belt, sure. the belt was covering his testicles <laughs> uh, and Universal uh you know, he just kind of rambled on about whatever. I don't like Kevin Owens. I think whatever his gimmick is or what, like, he he, he kind of falls into the same thing that I generally complain about for wrestlers is just like whatever your complaint is or whatever your motivation is, is silly to me. It doesn't seem real. It doesn't seem grounded in the reality actually, that I can believe Of all the wrestlers, in. he seems like the one with the most grounded. He's just a prize fighter that wants to make money for his kid. Yeah, you said that before and that doesn't come through and it, also in that promo, at no point did he mention either of those two things. He kind of was fair. harping on, I'm the best, I'm better than Goldberg, I gotta show everybody I'm the best. I'm like, I don't care. This Kay. is stupid. That's All fair. Right. Like this promo, I feel like his main roster WWE run, he hasn't really gone into like the prize fighter thing too much. But like, that's right. 
kind of what his gimmick has been for years. But uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll concede that. All right. I, be- I bet you they're dropping it to go back to the same thing that they do for every single wrestler, which is I'm the best and I'm going to prove that I'm the best because that's apparently interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like uh, uh, the long, it's interesting. I guess what I thought about this more than anything, I was like, wow, these are longer in person. Uh, I, I thought, I don't know, like. I guess I didn't know what to expect, but it sometimes you go like, oh, are they drawing it out for TV? And the answer is no. It's drawn out even in even in the live show. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I will yeah. say it was cool, too, because our seats were on the hard camera side. And so we got all of that. Stuff yeah, everybody played us, to us, which yeah. was really cool. Yeah. So it was cool to see yeah. Owen's promo coming right at us. Yeah. Is, wait, what is all this? Like you guys wrote down the stuff we did. We're missing like stuff. It didn't start with the Kevin Owens thing, did it? Yes, it did. Well, really? there was, uh, with there was the, the, the that's what Monday Night Raw started with. There was a main event. There was two matches. I believe there was a cruiserweight tag match. Right. And, we'll we'll uh, explain just a little bit. Yeah. I don't remember. There might have been two matches. One match for sure involved Cedric Alexander and Noam Dar was in there. Yeah. Was a tag team cruiserweight match. Yeah, yeah. that was for. Uh, yes, I remember because I remember yeah. Cedric Alexander. That, that was, I was like, that where was the hell is it? For WWE main event. Yeah. So Which we is all a different show they have yeah, another so hour. We all television. sat there. We watched that match. It was fine. It was good to see Cedric Alexander in person. Yeah. I like what Noam Dar is doing. So we all left. We were like, Raw is going to start in ten minutes. Yeah, I was like, Oh great, I'm going to go get some food. Everybody Everybody went to go I was ready food, to go get my margarita. Get a drink, take a piss. What happens when we're all in line? If you smell, so hits. So the rock music hits. Everybody, Everybody rushes. I've never seen so many large grown men go yeah. and all run in. And, and, and they the were ladies and people at the door were like, "Okay, sir, hold on a second, sir." Please, yeah, I one hundred percent got they that. Were, I have to check your ticket, sir. They were abandoning the, the McDonald's line at an alarming rate. Oh, uh, man. it was insane. So yeah, we all ran in. the The Rock did his thing. Talked right. about that they were going to be filming scenes for Pages fighting for my family. Yeah. Uh, movie after the show, mm-hmm. Vince McMahon briefly came out and fired The Rock as a bit. Well, I think that what they were as doing is The Rock was The Rock ended it with like a now to do the best catchphrase in sports entertainment, yes. and then he's I think he's done this bit he's a few times Austin's. where it's like he was just like the best catchphrase. Austin three sixteen says, "Wait, that's not it." Oh yeah, brother. Oh, that's definitely not it. Uh-huh. And then like coincidentally, you know, Austin was in the building. I think for a second after Vince came, people were like, "Oh my god, are we going to get Stone Cold?" Oh, that'd be fucking because he tight. recorded Kevin Owens for his podcast mm-hmm. at. Yeah. Center. But uh, just mm-hmm. in The Rock's run of catchphrases, mm-hmm. Vince McMahon's entrance music came out. Vince McMahon, not really an on-camera ca- character right now, mm-hmm. came out and did his "You're Fired" catchphrase. For the fans, <laughs> for the crowd, <laughs> yeah, just for I, us. That was great. And Joey and I had been talking about this. It's interesting. You've you've been in Los Angeles for seven, eight years. Uh, about seven. I've been here for seven years. About seven. Uh, we guess pretty much came out around the same time. Neither of us had shockingly been to a a WWE Raw taping full taping since we moved from our respective yeah. home states. Yeah, like I'd seen a lot of tapings kind of when I was younger, like yep. kind of like late 90s, early 2000s. I saw just about everything that came through Washington. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I mean, I went to college, moving here. I was just more focused on comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, We'd but, seen our share, obviously, like indie shit. Yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. That, PWG, NXT stuff. I easily hadn't been to a Raw, probably like in the Pittsburgh area since... 08 or 09 wow. maybe? was probably like the last time I had seen one. Wow. So, so to come here and see what they've done with that set and see all those, especially since they've done the brand extension and see all these new LED sets yeah, that they have. Yeah, it looks great. It looks really good. It's, it's somehow, the, the sets are not as large or as spread out as they used to be. Like people were like, oh, I'm, I'm shocked at how small the new entranceway is. But it actually, for being in such a big arena, made it very intimate. Like the new sets yeah. look good. They're smaller. They're not as vast. 
I like that they've shrunk them down because it makes, and especially since we had good seats and we were close, it made it feel very intimate for being such a large arena show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Stephen new LED about that. stuff looks great. I mean, you you were even saying you thought the production value in the set looked great. Uh, okay. I b- no, you didn't. I, no, have, you did. I have to believe you. No, I don't I, remember. I, I specifically remember that. I specifically yeah. remember you saying like, oh, like just the setup of this yeah, is cool. Yeah, you're like, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. impressed with the lighting and stuff. They did it. Or- yeah, that's, yeah, for sure. I'm sure I said that. Um, <laughs> I am. was out of it. He had driven. He had his margarita. Yeah, I had my margarita. Honestly, I had my margarita. You were all liquored up and complimenting sets. Yeah. I was just, I just kind of like sat down in my seat and was just like, let's just start this yeah, thing. You're like, we're going to be in, we're going to be in this for the next in. five hours. I couldn't believe how long it was. It's, it's fine. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they, you know what? They put on a show. I get it. I, there's a, the, I mean, the best thing of all is we just had the right seats, I guess, in front of, behind the hard camera, or in yep. front of the hard camera, however you want to phrase it. Um, that was a, a good spot uh, to be in to see everything. So, yeah, we had a, we had a good show. Well, um, I enjoyed that it. That is uh, something that's really interesting about WWE as compared to a lot of other uh, organizations. Uh, people talk about the WWE style of wrestling mm-hmm. and how, like, when you're in NXT, when you're an indie guy and you go to NXT, you're learning the WWE style. Mm-hmm. And really, what that is, is just playing to the hard camera right it's like it's it's how to work safer to you know well it's like no pile drivers plus but it's mainly working it's mainly just playing the hard camera yeah it's just yeah how to work safer and how to play to the camera how to play for an arena that's something that's something that like a lot of guys take time to kind of figure out is it's like oh like it feels weird to be doing moves facing away from the giant group of people behind me Mm -hmm. yeah well What's uh so let's just go a little bit more into the matches. Was the the first one was the Enzo Cass? Yeah, yes. Versus... After Kevin Owens uh promo yeah. explaining himself. Enzo and Cass come out defeated uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. The audience lo- lost their shit to doing the For Cesaro. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh no, I was gonna say for Enzo. Uh are yeah, just no, doing people love Enzo. Yeah, and then I guess Cesaro too. So I'd seen Joey do an impression of Cesaro. Um <laughs> yeah, very I was good. Like, Joey I was naked like, on stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's yeah, our, there's video of that everywhere, guys. I, I if you check if you if you just send me a tweet, I'll send you footage of Joey. We were naked. definitely admittedly uh, in the Cesaro section. Yeah, so we were the Cesaro. So that was interesting. So like, there's this thing where he like sticks his arms out and like kind of punches or whatever. And I was like, it's Joey to- did that, and I was like. Oh, Joey's doing that wrong. Yeah. Like I don't, I'd never seen Cesaro before, but I was like, Joey is performing that wrong because that doesn't look like anything. Actually, and I'll, then you were doing, yeah. and then I, and then I saw Cesaro do it, and I was like, you Joey's doing it right. Cesaro is doing nothing. This is stupid. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I've gone back it, and watched the, the 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 video that we recorded. You did it quite well. You did Cesaro's oh, punching yeah. thing. Oh quite yeah, well. I, you did yeah. great. I, spent, I had no it idea. It isn't a thing. I spent, it's not a thing. It's so stupid. But he doesn't. No, yeah. what it is, it is a thing. What it is, it's no, an, it's an anti-aircraft gun. I mean, I, I get, I gather that it's supposed to. Be it's like, like if you a watch gun. if you watch. No, it's not a machine gun. It's specifically an um, anti-aircraft gun. And if okay. you watch footage of World War II anti-aircraft guns, that's what they look like. They shoot much lower than that. That doesn't make any sense at all. Well, he just likes punching up. He's punching up. Uh, that's what stupid. it's like. That's I'm what his now. like his entrance Comedy music starts up. with an air raid siren. Mm-hmm. So like him. Doing an anti-aircraft gun makes sense. Bummer. I'll go with that. So what do we think of this match overall? I mean, this yeah, is the, the Raw was... Tag Team Championship number one contender match, yeah. I guess. Well, I mean... it was, yeah, it was good to see these guys. I feel like Enzo and Cass's bit is, it's it's fun live. When they were in NXT, I was like, I definitely looked at them with the air of like, oh, these are the next two top guys in the company. Mm-hmm. Um, now that they've been on the main roster for a little bit, it feels like they've fallen more into like, oh, they're just this generation's new age outlaws. Mm-hmm. They're like a good act to send out first because they've yep. got like the big like kind of a crowd involved right. thing. You know? I think we all loved them in NXT and we were so excited for them. Yeah. When they first came to the 
the main roster, we were all ecstatic. Yeah. They've, they've lost some of their luster a little bit, and it's not because of them. They're, they are both incredible on the mic. Yeah. Uh, Cass has only gotten better. Enzo has a career for life. There's yeah. nothing wrong with what they're doing. I love their their commitment to what they do, and they've both gotten better in the ring, too. Mm-hmm. They both know how to play the TV crowd. The difference is why they've lost some of their luster is I just don't like the way they've been booked 100%. When, they've just put them in... Some of the storylines have been off and on. I just I, I haven't loved it. And I feel like they've just been overexposed a little bit. They have. It's like being... Being on NXT, NXT is an hour-long show, so every guy isn't necessarily on it every week. Yeah, they right? So, like, week. they were, you know, every other week. Um, it's also, like, you know, just the Raw is three hours, so they just got to fill more time. And, like, yeah. their act is still really good. It's just, like, you know, uh, they, like, they've fallen into the, just they're the next New Age Outlaws mm-hmm. era er, area, and I think that it is just because they've been, they're on TV so much, and their, their spiel kind of gets tiring a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but seeing it live... Yeah, it was I fun. I got involved. I had yeah. fun. Yeah, I loved screaming SAWFT soft. I did too. That was really fun. Yeah, Steven, you don't you don't like that phrase? Uh, no, I don't. I you know, I just I think I think the ultimate takeaway from this, I'll just spoil it, is just going to be people like yelling. Oh, I yeah. That's, I think that's all Oh, no doubt. There is is just yelling stuff. Uh like the like Sam Brown would kept on yelling at the rock. Ballers! <laughs> And didn't the Rock actually ballers, didn't ballers. didn't the Rock actually call him out? He responded to somebody else saying ballers, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was just like, and and uh, then that like was like, so just there are people just yelling stuff. That's it. Like oh. we did it so much, and then we were chanting, and I started yelling stuff. I'm like, I guess we're just like a rowdy crowd who doesn't feel heard and like eh. needs to yell at people. That's yeah, that's we it. were all would, shouting things. I mean, I will I will agree with you in that that's probably I'm gonna say forty. 30% of the fun of me watching wrestling and being at wrestling events, watching it live, 30% of the fun is, oh, this wow. crowd looks really into it. Like, you know, everybody's like everybody's on board to scream this one thing. And it is just like watching a mob united. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like uh, there is something, I'm not going to lie, that's very enjoyable about that. And when you see a crowd not into a match, you could see a great match that a crowd doesn't care about and it turns into an, a fine or an okay or a bad mm-hmm. match. I thought Monday's crowd was a perfectly fine standard but excited raw crowd like yeah. it, like, like it wasn't it wasn't low energy like where it's like you get no reaction but it also wasn't like indie super smart crowd where it's like they're only trying to get themselves over yeah yeah it was a perfectly i thought above average well reception yeah it was good well and the next match was gallows and anderson uh who ended up defeating roman reigns via dq oh, before we move this. on to this fucking burial i just want to say um it was great seeing Cesaro live. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was great. Awesome. We were all creaming ourselves. Yeah. Moving on to this match. Uh, we were, as you like said. Like a bunch of risotto. Um, fucking, <laughs> this, was just a, this was just another, why is Roman Reigns burying Gallows and Anderson? Why? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's just a booking thing. I'm just so tired This is a it. boring match. The DQ yeah. thing is, uh, wow, that is disappointing in every way. Well, I guess that you. What, a, what a fucking waste of time. Mm-hmm. We've established that uh, we as a trifecta are united in not liking Roman Reigns, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Seeing him live, did that make you... Wh- how did you feel about him live? Same. Just he sucks. Yeah. I, f- I figured out in that one that he is... Uh, we just... None of us came, we're, None of us were excited to see him. I figured out after that one that uh, Roman Reigns' uh, vest is just uh, a rejected monster energy drink can that he's Oh, wearing. yeah. I remember this. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's all that is. Um, and so that made me, I guess, hate him even a little bit more. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Pretty... pretty boring match it felt it felt quick ish 
I think I don't remember. I might have been drinking my margarita at this point and just kind yeah. of tuning out, talking to people. Yeah. So uh, after that, there was a the new day defeated Rusev and Jinder Mahal. Yep. Um, you know, it's great to see the new day live. Very cool. They're yeah. very good live. It was Hoodios. fun. To, fun yeah. to watch them throw cereal into the audience. Sure. Yeah. Um, Playing that uh, Trump trombone. Yeah. There was the there was the bit where it was like the Russian hacking. You got you like because like the new day they built they've they've built an ice cream machine that like. <laughs> That the that they had top secret plans for it was pretty ridiculous. And then Lana, who's a Russian, was like, "Oh, I've stolen your plans with my iPad." Mm-hmm. And then the match was like basically Xavier Woods trying to get the iPad back to get their plans back. Right, uh, Stephen, you love that, right? I, yeah, this, this is just more and more. I just like I don't know what I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get and that. I, that's I, fair. I, that's fair. I, I just went wa- from Roman Reigns, I guess, getting DQ'd. If I remember right, from a chair shot. Yeah, that may not be like correct. That. Um, like that to like this this serious thing. Like these cartoony Enzo and Cass guys that are still supposed to be tough. And then like the is that helicopter was Cesaro? Is that right? Yeah. Like all this weird things, and then and then it's like New Day. Like Russian hacking jokes. I'm just, I don't know what this is. I don't know. It's, there was a lot going on. There's a lot I don't know how on. to like what. I don't know how to take it in. <laughs> By the way, I forgot to mention, remember uh, Seamus kicked Enzo in the face and everybody chanted, thank you, Seamus. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. So there's clearly some Enzo fatigue. Yeah, it does feel like I feel like we're going to get anti Enzo chance in the next probably like the Raw after Mania will not treat them well. We'll have to yeah. see. And, like, and, and I like them. So it's I like I'm too. not, you know. It's just they're they're overexposed. And so, so we're talking about like overexposed and just like things like people not knowing what to do with people. That's kind of where the New Day are sort of at right now, where it's like they don't know what to do with the New Day's like they've got their thing, but it's like they're they're out of the title picture now. They've they've cleared like their longest reigning. Like thing. they're hosting WrestleMania, which I'm sure will be fun. It's like it's a good use for them because they, they don't have a storyline. right Well, now. it's like they're, you know, a major merch mover. So like mm-hmm. you've and they've also just they're great. So they've kind of they've earned having a good spot at mania and them being the hosts of mania. That's a good way to like work them in as like a main event act without agreed, like without putting them in, you know, 30 minute match. And then of course, Rusev, beautiful, gorgeous, handsome, goddamn Rusev deserves so much better right now than being stuck in going nowhere. Tag team matches with Jinder Mahal. He just deserves so much better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like that that tag team has elevated Jinder Mahal. I'm not like the hugest Jinder Mahal fan. I don't but, hate like, the guys. It's just that we're not getting anything out of this. Yeah, it definitely feels like, eh, I mean, it's not as bad as like Dancing Rusev or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it definitely, it feels like it's like a placeholder for everybody. Totally. I guess my thought is like, I went to go get Wetzel's pretzels and I got the original butter and salt pretzel with mm-hmm. cheese dip and a water. Yeah, yeah. And it's about as good as any Wetzel's pretzels you can have. Uh, the pretzel is satisfying. It's always satisfying. But it, when you pair it with that nice cheese dip, I think it gets even better. I love, you know me, I, I love For me, this cheese. was the standout of the, the whole night was that good. Wetzel's pretzel. I love yeah. some pump cheese. Yeah. I got a Wetzel's pretzel. I didn't get cheese dip because I just couldn't justify spending like $2 or it was like $4 didn't for cheese dip. Did you get nachos with cheese dip? Um, that's like you do, you weren't paying yeah. extra for the cheese dip cheese for that. Come with the nachos, uh, actually, yeah. we were talking about jalapenos earlier. I specifically asked the person multiple times to not give me jalapenos. Mm-hmm. And she asked me three times, like, do you want jalapenos? And I said, no. And then, <laughs> and then one time I made eye contact with her and shook my head while saying no. Yeah. And then she looked at you and, and her eyes burned red and she said, Nick Licker will eat some. <laughs> yeah, that's 100% what happened. That demon that was there? Yeah. I remember that demon at the um, Staples Center. Nia Jax defeated a jobber. I, st- I still don't think she's 100% ready for the, the main roster. I, I mean, I was getting nachos when this yeah, match happened. Yeah, I just don't. I, I, we can move on. I just don't, I yeah, just don't I mean, think I, she's ready. I, I'll agree. I think that she's somebody that, like, 
she's not somebody that you bring out every night on Raw. Nope. She's somebody that like. Yeah, like were her matches with Oscar and Bailey good? Like they yes. they were, but like I feel like that's because they. But she like, was just she was just getting there. When it's like they were speci- they kind of like specifically booked those matches to show Nijax's strengths, yeah, and to show Bailey and Oscar's strengths. It looks Whereas, like she's going to be involved in a four way now. We'll see. Yeah, that's the I rumor for WrestleMania. Her. I'll just add. I'll just add. I mean, it seems like we are all kind of down on Nia Jax, and I'll, I'll say the same thing. I was like, I was. I wasn't like into the match particularly mm-hmm. we had this jobber thing, but also just hearing her say anything on the mic afterwards was like so painfully boring. Okay. Uh, I was like, oh, she's she's up there with the worst of them. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but I just didn't think that, that she was particularly compelling, uh, especially compared to some of the other people we got she's, to watch, like New Day, mm-hmm. Enzo and Cass, and um, uh, uh, who was, oh, like Bailey. Like even that whole thing was like much more verbose and interesting than yeah, just yeah. hearing Nia We're Jax going, I'm tap. We're hitting the matches. I also, I don't think we have them listed here, but I am briefly going to go back and we'll wrap oh, yeah. sort of the in-ring segments. Well, let's, uh, let's take a quick break and we'll come back. Let's to do that. it. Hi, Sex and the City fans. Megan McKeever here. Check out my podcast, Cosmos and the City, where I'll be watching through the entire series of Sex and the City with a slew of fabulous guests. Each week, we'll be talking through everything from who wore what and why to the hottie of the week. So grab a drink and join me on my journey. Thanks, and be sure to subscribe to Cosmos and the City in iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. All right, so we are back, folks. So the next match we're going to talk about is uh, Sasha Banks took on Charlotte, which right. I got to say, I know we've seen this match a thousand times. On TV, if we had only seen it on TV, I'd probably been like, all right, maybe, I guess, even though I think yeah. it's still a good match. But seeing the two of them live, and you know I'm a huge, huge Sasha Banks, Mark, mm-hmm. uh, very, very fun to see them live. I thought it was a good, solid match. I enjoyed seeing them work together. Well, I feel like that's just a reliable act that you can send around the country i mean i've started to look at wrestling matches a little bit more like how we look at stand-up or bits yeah. where it's like we have sketches where we'll do like one sketch sort of around town and like you know like we have we are our rb sandwich sketch where we throw food into the audience mm-hmm. and um i've learned like just listening to interviews and um hearing wrestlers talk it's like chris hero and cm punk kind of came up around the same time and in the same area yeah and that was it was a it was CM Punk and Colt Cabana had like a, they had like a feud that like w- they basically took it all around the country when they were on the indies. Oh right, they've yeah they've and, and wrestled like, together many times. And it's like they were basically they were booked as a pair. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's kind of how you that's like that's how you learn to develop and get big in wrestling. Is yeah. it's like oh I heard that you know CM Punk and Chris Hero or CM Punk and Colt Cabana wrestle really well together. Both of those guys I don't really know super well, but like you know everybody's buzzing about this match we saw at this smaller place. Let's book them on her like on our slightly bigger indie that's across the state to just do the same match. Sure. And um, you know with Monday Night Raw, it's like it is a televised show, so we get tired of it a little bit seeing mm-hmm. it over and over again on TV. But that is just like a reliable house show match. Well, that's just a good match that like you take around the country. The truth is, even if we have seen it a bunch, Sasha Banks versus. Charlotte is generally always a good match. It just yeah. is. Mm-hmm. I was excited to see them work. Steven, do you remember anything about it? Do you care? Do you have any thoughts? Um, I think I, yeah, I, I uh, there's a lot of lead up into this match. We can come back to that for sure. But I was, um, you know, whatever these, these guys, I, I think, I think I feel like I've even seen this match and I don't know if that's true or not, I but I feel you might like have I, have. Have. I think you might have on like a pay-per-view. Or pay-per-view. You, you saw their, their three-way WrestleMania that was Sasha yes. Banks. I definitely uh, saw that. Yep. And yeah. Yeah. 
And so I don't know. I was just I, even that I kind of felt maybe a little bit bored by because I was like, I know okay. what this is. Um, this, but, you know, whatever. This they match did. ended uh, with Charlotte getting distraction from Dana Brooke running to the ring and Bailey knocking her out. And folks, mm-hmm. and I know I saw a lot of complaints about this. If you thought Dana Brooke looked ridiculous and how slow she was running on television, mm. she looked slow running to the ring live. It mm-hmm. looked worse. <laughs> yeah. It was like like they sped it up for television. Oh my god, it's like the most leisurely brisk walk I could yeah. ever think of. Bailey Bailey like delivered a kick and then had to bring yeah, her like foot down the back or and then she had to wait again to like come for this person to finish running. It was, yeah, it was crazy was, slow. Was so I guess that'll at least bring us to talk about one of the in-ring segments which we did get <laughs> Stephanie asking uh, Bailey if she was going to relinquish the women's title. This and I, was great. I loved this segment. I uh, did not. I was exhausted. I, I It went so on long. It went on way too way long. Too long. It, it went on way too long but like I was eating it up, and the rest yeah. of the crowd was eating it up. Like they played they were. very well. I, they were. I I couldn't. This so this is why. Like I'm just like the audience. Just like they could have shaved three minutes off. Of they could have shaved ten instantly. minutes three. off of it. It kept going and going. Like I think that you, Bailey, are <laughs> saying that you're a and fan. I'm just like, just wait, oh, go do. Something. Who are you, Vince Russo? I, that's the point of the match. I don't know if you guys remember. I started yelling, do something interesting you did do something and some people were on board with that and i i really was i was too and i'm i'm conflicted by this segment i i like that we and i did cheer for it when bailey said hell no i was on one hand i was like yeah bailey finally standing up for yourself and you're and right. you're breaking out of that shell of i gotta do what's expected of me and it's like right uh, you won that title you won it no matter what happened yeah we get Dirty finishes all the time in wrestling. You won the title. You deserve it. Don't give it over. Yeah. yeah. Suddenly the they same, care about it. I was at, like, that doesn't yeah, make any sense to me. At the same time, it's like, I don't know, Bailey not doing what's right and saying hell no. I don't know. It felt it, something. It feels slightly character off. Off character a little bit. So I don't know. I guess I'm interested to see if they do something more with this. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah. I seriously doubt that it's, you know, a direction of a new hard edge Bailey. No, I don't think and that at all. Like, I'm just I saying how they're going to play it out. I think it's just like, you know, it's that's what came to mind when writing it you know well we are recording like, this. we're also recording this on the day that fast lane happens so she very well may end up losing tonight because it's a pay-per-view i was I thinking mean, about she's facing that. charlotte right yeah yeah i mean she'll lose just because charlotte has her undefeated streak and charlotte's gonna, gonna be a 10-time women's champion by like may yeah mm. 16 times it's ridiculous congratulations to charlotte um, um but yeah like i yeah, personally really like this off character for me That's i all. think that i like the segment just because it like played the crowd really well like you and know I, and I it's like it like when too. she was like looking at the title the audience was chanting no um you know like they it it was just an artful way to uh to play a crowd the way that they played the crowd when the crowd was into it and the highs were high they were high people were chanting and they were into it but there were moments and i i got to agree with steven where there was like a lull of like a minute and, and a half where it was just like people were like okay yeah. Finish your sentence. Like Stephanie was dragging it out a little too much. They, I'll agree with that. It was it was really exhausting. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, and I think that this is something where if I was not in the crowd, I would like it less. Like um, just because it like it did feel a little bit long. And there, there was a point where it's like, well, I mean, Bailey's definitely going to say no. But the fact that they took so long sort of made me think like, oh, maybe they're not. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, this show oh, also had a couple of 
non segments. Like for interest, for for example, we got uh, the uh, we got the Brian Kendrick was going to have a match with Akira Tozawa. We were so oh, yeah. excited. Yeah, they big. I'm a big Akira Tozawa fan. Yeah, big Brian Kendrick. They fan. They taped up the entire match. They got it all ready for the, ready for the cruiserweights. We were so excited. Tozawa came out, and we're all going ah ah. Guess what? We didn't get a match. Brian Kendrick beat the shit out of him for with a few hits and then he threw he walked out of the ring and that was it yeah yeah did not get the match we wanted so okay we've already got one of those in the show yeah we're disappointed enough and basically like going into this my two people that i really wanted to see live were akira tozawa and jack gallagher me too so and i was like i was very like i think i was even telling nick like i really hope that akira tozawa and jack gallagher are here now we got both of them the disappointing part was that we got neither of them in a match yeah we got akira tozawa setting up for a match uh, which was deemed a no contest, and they had they yeah. ended up having their match on two hundred five live the next night. It was a very solid match. Just but, wish but that's, we could have. That's seen not it. the match that we saw live. And then Jack Gallagher, you were saying, yeah. So Jack Gallagher was also there. We wanted to see him. Uh, he had a contract signing with with Neville. Very cool to see Neville live. Like I I've said yeah. before, I love his heel persona. I think he's maybe the best heel in the company yeah. right now. Um, so he's doing great work, but so we got... Okay, I don't know what Steven's looking at right now. <laughs> Steven's so, looking at Chris Hero wearing a swastika t-shirt. Yeah, I don't know what the he's standing it. next to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I just I okay. looked up to Zal because I was trying to remember. But So we've touched on the cruiserweights a little bit. We did get the contract signing. At least something happened. I just wish we would have gotten a Jack Gallagher match. We do get the non-match between Kendrick and Tazawa, and we're thinking, okay, that's done. We got one... Do, dirty, stupid, non-finish that didn't mean anything. There's no way we can possibly get two. Yeah. Well, later on in the show, we'd find out via backstage segment that we're going to get, ooh, the rematch of the enemies who will fight forever, uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Yeah, we're very excited about this. We're pumped. Oh, yeah. we're, getting, we're getting this classic. We're getting it live again. We're freaking out. Well, we don't get that match either. Yeah, because as Sami Zayn's walking to the ring, Samoa Joe runs in and mm-hmm. knocks him out. Now, we're excited to see Samoa Joe. Yeah. We'd also rather see him in a match. Yeah. Mm. At least we've seen him live. Yeah. Um, at, at NXT, we saw him wrestle. Uh, did not get a Samoa Matt Joe match. Did not get Sami Zayn versus uh, Owens. Samoa Joe beats the shit out of him, which is fun. He throws him in the ring, pop a powerbomb. Kevin Owens wins. Yeah. That's but, it's like, but it does feel like there were a series of like, there were a series of setups to non-matches, which I guess that that's what wrestling is because like yeah. you want to save matches for the pay-per-view. Well, it's just unfortunate, too, because I feel like we just didn't happen. We didn't happen to get the matchiest week. We happened to get a very, like, transitional, let's move the story, all of the storylines along week. Doesn't this drive you insane, though? Like, you guys are talking about, you're just When I'm watching at home, not so much, because you could skip through. When you're watching live, it's kind of like, ugh. But, like, the product that you guys like is just teasing you constantly. What's they're that? constantly just, like, it's like when your parents taught you how to swim, and they're like, okay, just swim to me. It's, like, five feet. And then they, like, walk away. Like, mm-hmm. that's what the, that's what's happening is they're just constantly going, like, something good's going to happen. They just keep pulling it away from you. Uh, that sucks. Then, and that's the whole product. That's the main, like, WWE Monday Night Raw. I feel like that probably happens more often than not. Probably. But that's, that's the carny side of wrestling is it's, like, have you ever been to the carnival? You can forgive them for it because it has like a reason, but it's still shitty. Like, do, do you, I don't. It's I understand shitty. that you're saying like it has a reason. I don't care. I want a good product. Fair. 
Yeah, I mean, I get what you're talking about. Like, there's a like, reason that, like, you know, there's bad, there, like, <laughs> there's a reason why, like, doctors leave stuff inside of patients when they do surgery on them. They, they, they leave tools. It's because they're careless, but it's like, I don't fucking care. Don't leave tools in my body. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way about WWE. Uh, I'm like, I get you have a lot of product to feel, but I don't care. Make something that's good. Completely different. Uh, I don't feel like it is. No, when a doctor does it, it's a mistake. When WWE does it, it's by design of the product. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, I like, guess I'm, again, like, I'm, it's saying just like, that, I'm saying that I agree with you in that WWE constantly teases the audience because, yeah. like, Monday Night Raw is essentially an infomercial for the pay per view. Yeah. And then the pay per view is so- essentially an infomercial for the next night on Raw. Right. It's just, it's like how the industry works, and it's just kind of what the art form is. It's something that you, you know, like I think that when I was in probably in. Uh, in 2001, 2002, I started to kind of realize like, oh yeah, like not a lot's going to get settled on any given episode, but it's the same way that comic books are where it's Mm -hmm. like, you can't have Professor Xavier like kill Magneto. Uh, with like no loose ends right. on like a comic because then like what are you gonna do for the next issue right like it is something that like there's not really seasons that they're they can't build to a season finale so every every week is sort of a season finale or a yeah. setup to or a season premiere or a setup to something yeah. yeah and it's like you know uh it's why i think people like things like lucha underground where um they do have just a season arc that they can play to so which it's is cool like, yeah i love i love um, what they do and like something that i think is good about nxt is like they do special events that they do takeovers once every three or four months. So because of that, they can't really tease something for three or four months. There is, there are many storylines that set up and like pay off and stuff like that. I don't know. I just think like, yeah, shift the product to like change it up. I I, I don't know. I I can't. I mean, does it drive me crazy sometimes as a person who's watching wrestling, Steven? Yes. But it's also a weekly TV show. They got to make a new, it's just like, but they I mean, gotta make a new weekly TV show. But there are tons week. of weekly TV shows where things change and happen and whatever. It's just it's so it's so it's so painfully slow. Well, I think it's well, even these, twice as slow as a weekly TV and these show. These are things happening. Like the yeah. truth is, the mm. just because I'm disappointed that we didn't see Sami Zayn versus Kevin like, Owens, we live, saw a beat in the storyline, but not the payoff. Yeah. yeah, and just because I am disappointed that we didn't see that match live, we did see Samoa Joe. Now Samoa Joe is involved in that as we continue to flesh out the Triple H, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe trifecta. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sami Zayn is now involved in that. He's been attacked by it, it's like it, it's it's all moving that storyline ahead. I just wish it wasn't at our show. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess speaking uh, speaking on the point of the show is kind of I, I guess feeling like it's you're seeing set up and like you're not seeing payoff and it's just like everything is one beat of it and you're not really seeing like a cohesive final thing that makes you feel satisfied. I'm going to move on to Braun Strowman versus Big Show. I loved this match. I did this too. match. Which this match is crazy. This match. Uh, this match was the closing of so many loops that, like, you know, each segment isn't going to be completing a storyline. Each yep. segment isn't going to be a complete thing because they need to like leave loose ends open for future episodes. Mm-hmm. But we saw probably the only time that we're going to see it, at least televised. Uh, the Big Show wrestling Braun Strowman. The Big Show has been the giant the in re- the big man, the giant in wrestling um, since he debuted in like 1997 or something like that. So probably for the past 20 years, um, you know, he's probably legit seven feet tall, if not a little bit over that. Uh, Braun Strowman is a guy that they've been trying to book for the past, you know, year or so as sort of the next kind of guy in that reign of like of just big man wrestlers yeah and in the beginning not a lot of us thought that they would and yeah. man have they yeah and like he's like he's playing that role to a t he's really like he's not he's not a guy you know uh he's not 
a Neville doing flippy shit. He's yep. like, he's just a guy that plays the role of being like a big intimidating Haas really mm-hmm. well. Right. Um, this is a match that in previous years would have been the main out of pay-per-view. It would have been a match at WrestleMania. Unfortunately, because of just the way that the storylines are working, we're probably not going to get that big of a payoff for it. Yeah. But this match was like the passing of a torch of one guy who's wrestled in this role for 20 years to another guy yeah. who is going to wrestle in that role for the next well, 20 years. Well, there's also been times in the past, though, too, where it's been like, why the fuck would I ever want to watch that match? But we came to it at a time where it's an interesting... Like, we know that Big Show's going to retire like shortly after WrestleMania. Yeah, His career it, it, is over. It's at an interesting time, yeah, because it's like the Big Show has not gone through... <laughs> 10 different heel face turns again in the yeah. last like month like he's been he's been fairly away for a while he's in the best some of the best shape he's been in a long yeah. time if not ever in his yeah. career he, he's face again people are just happy to see him I think they get now that it's like we know he's on his way out yeah Strowman has gotten so good over the last year and and they both put on a really really good match yeah, like, of monsters passing of the torch well yeah like well yeah like this is like you know I mean I think that we talk about this often like this is not quite to that level, but this is sort of their like Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels. I mean, like also seeing Braun Strowman do a kip up was pretty ridiculous. Yeah, like, like I mean, and there were great moves. Like, yeah, I mean, they had like some moves off the off the top. Like, it was just, it was. This is a real endurance match for them. Yeah, they did great. Yeah, I mean, but it was like just as a match. This match, just like spot for spot, could be a WrestleMania, and nobody would be like nobody would think it dragged. Everybody yeah. would think like, oh, that was a great match. Um, you know, I guess that something that disappoints me with it is like the match ended with Braun Strowman winning clean and then Roman Reigns coming out and interfering. You and know like, what? Yeah, it's just why. I mean, I know like, that they're setting up their feud for their match. I get it. But it's, it's like, like but like if Roman Reigns beats Braun Strowman, it's just like it's like the passing of the torch from the big show to Braun Strowman was meant for Roman Reigns. Yeah. And that's like fucking bullshit. Because The levels. Yeah. Because we've yeah. talked about those before. It's like, yes. well, this guy beats that guy. Yes. But this guy doesn't beat that guy. It means this dude's better than that. It's like A to B to C to D to whatever. Right. Stephen, what are you thinking about the, the monster match? Um, yeah. Uh, you know, here at all. At this point in the match, uh, I went ahead and went to Blaze Pizza, where I had <laughs> a veg out right. pizza, which included zucchini, mushrooms, red onion, mo- uh, mozzarella, gorgonzola, and red sauce dollops. It looked like a pretty good pizza. Uh, you know, I was excited about it because I really do like Blaze Pizza outside it of. Like uh, it was like a fairly staples. good deal. Was it good for uh, arena pizza? I'll tell you what. It was. They Blaze Pizza is great. They prepare their food fresh. They kind of you can kind of have it your own way. It's really great. This sucked. It tasted like the uh, ingredients had been like stewing and like grossness for a long time. That's arena food for so you. They gave me like a whole small pizza, which I'm sure you guys saw. Like it was, it was a yeah, fairly really good size like pizza, bigger than a pan pizza. It's for like, sure, yeah. for sure. I had one slice of it, um, and it was really bad. And I tried to start a second slice, and I just hated it. So I didn't. I ended up putting that under my seat, like I said. And then I wanted oh. to give that pizza away to somebody, but I didn't want to punish any of our friends by giving them <laughs> shitty pizza. So I'd say if you're if you're at the Staples Center, avoid Blaze Pizza. Right. Elsewhere in the world, it's definitely worth getting, but um, at the Staples Center, it's it's a hard pass. Yeah. So you have zero thoughts on Braun oh, Strowman versus the Big Show? Yeah. And, and, oh, yeah. And the big guys wrestling? Uh, thumbs up. Okay, great. Cool. <laughs> yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You great. really you really didn't pay they attention. They were fine. You? you know, okay. it was fine. Whatever. It's just... It's crowd in, was into it. Crowd was into it. Oh, one thing I wanted to note about the crowd, too, that I found vaguely interesting, and I wondered if you guys knew if this was by design or whatever, Please. but I thought that um, uh, the other side of the audience that the hard camera was looking at was much more filled than our side of the audience. Oh, yeah. That's just what, that's what they do. So they, book, they want, do they try to book it that way? Or do they try to sell tickets that way intentionally? Like, let those... Yeah, they, yeah, they block yeah. off that Well, because it's, like, yeah. it's like the hard camera... The camera's not going to see us, because we're, ne- we're next to the camera. Right, right. 
right. So yeah, that's that's just the way that they do it. Is it's like they definitely they definitely position the audience in such a way to make it look good for yeah. TV. Yeah, it was interesting. Also, to see I've that. mentioned this on the show before that I said that I'd started to watch a lot more wrestling in the mid and later '90s when I first started getting into it. With my uncle Lynn, who lived up the street. Uh, his wife, my Aunt Gloria, apparently told my mother that she saw me on TV. I have no idea when we were seen, when we would have been caught by a wild camera. Yeah. Apparently, I was on TV. I went through, I TV through the show, couldn't find it. Um, I, I don't I, know if I'm, any of us I'm, uh, caught on I'm there. Sure, uh, I'm sure that he's just confusing you with Braun Strowman. It's a possibility. <laughs> like you were wrestling the but big show. But apparently my aunt says I was on the show. So if, if anybody found me, if you know what I look like, yeah. or caught any of our people... In, in our section, or you caught Steven or Joey or yeah. anyone, uh, send us a tweet at, at YSL Podcast. We're pretty Twitter. spottable. I think we're wearing like yellow, green, and white or something. I was, yeah, wearing, I was wearing my, my tan jacket. My I was tan wearing a jacket. yellow hoodie and a Nakamura shirt. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think I was wearing a bright green like lime shirt. Steven we were, was covered in bad pizza. I was. I was. Um, and you said it was your Uncle Lynn who was watching. Yeah, Is that Lynn. right? Yeah. Uh, did he try to steal your sunshine? No. Okay. That's Uncle Len. That's Len. Steven, that'd be Len. What did you say? Lynn. Mm, I barely hear the difference between an I and an E yeah. sound in the words. Like you know pin, why? Oh, it's a fun, fun Stephen Perlstein character quirk. You know why? And yeah, I mean why? this because you're from California. I know. Yeah. Jessica does so the stupid. same thing. My girlfriend does the same thing. She'll, she'll uh, say things that have an I sound in with an E. With an e. I don't. I, it's hard for she me to hear. It. People will tell me. That I, like, I never know what she's saying. In pen. I think is how pin, it pin pin like I pin, it's pin, just pin they're pin. both just pins a pin what? a push pin and a pin is the same thing is I have that, no idea why I guess that's it's different is that why when you say warrior you say warrior is it Maybe. like a warrior is it like Could a be. Pittsburgh a dialect dip, yeah thing? might be yeah yeah I mean it's very uh, weird like I'm from Washington warrior, I have like a warrior, slight it's warrior. like we have slight Canadian accents mm. so it's like yeah. we say like about like mm. a little bit weird hmm do, uh, do you do you say like a boot or a boat or a bit? It's just like a, it's about. just the way that there's like there's about. the slightest regional regional huh. differences. I gotta I, I don't I know guess the I Washington say things. Yeah, it is. It's just like slight Canadian. Hmm. Well, guys, we really learned something about ourselves. Huh? But so, yeah, but anyway, so I I loved this. Like yeah, this, I did too. This, seeing this match live. I mean, you know, like I've, these were free tickets to an event where I was hanging out with a bunch yeah. of friends. Oh yeah, these were like free, free tickets. Free by tickets the way. Very good seats. We were watching this with a bunch of friends. Yeah. Um, you know, so outside of that, it was going to be a fun time regardless. <laughs> yeah. But like this match brought it into like probably one of the better Raws that I've seen live. Yeah. Just like I'm so happy that we saw this match. Me too. As as a Haas match, Haas versus Haas, that was a five. And like out of five. I usually hate Haas matches. Me too. But this was a good match, and it's like it's just there's so much like legacy and history behind this match happening. You know. Wow, something Some, just blew up outside of Steven's yeah. place. Yeah. Other teases that we got in video, things that we didn't get. We didn't get Jericho. He was selling his injury. We didn't get um, Seth Rollins. He's selling his legit injury. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did get a backstage segment of um, uh, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman taunting Goldberg. We didn't get fun. either of those guys live. Oh, either. was that? Wait, was that the one with like the insane close up of uh, yeah, Lesnar? Jesus yeah. Christ, that was awful. I hated that video so much. Did you I really? forgot about it until now. <laughs> Fuck, that was Why, so why'd you stupid. hate it? Well, it was like an extreme close-up on Brock Lesnar's face. Wow. He's a very red man. Uh, well, who is it? Pa- Paul, Paul Heyman. Heyman. Paul Heyman's like talking in the background. Yeah. It's just like very far background. And then Lesnar's head is like moving, like and sort of covering him so and flushed. not covering him. He's so flushed. I, I just imagine there's a camera guy with the, the camera on Lesnar going like, like, move your head to the left just a little. And then Lesnar's not doing it for like 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. I, I hate it. Oh, I love Lesnar. Brock, yeah. Brock Lesnar is uh, the the le- less yellow Donald Trump. It's just fuck him. Okay. I hate him. So, uh, Stephen, uh, question: 
What did you think about the pyro, specifically Big Show's pyro? Oh, I legitimately got scared multiple times by oh, that remember, pyro. I remember I leaned over to you too, Joey. I leaned over uh, before Neville because I've seen, I've seen, we've been catching wrestlers in the ring jumping at Neville's pyro lately. Yeah. yeah. So as soon as I knew Neville was coming out, I went, hey guys, brace yourself for pyro. Because <laughs> Neville's might be the loudest in the show. It's yeah. Insane. No reason. It was insane. Yeah, that truly, they, they startled me every time. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I was on my phone, like tweeting at our fans or whatever and just like oh god yep like i brought uh i brought earplugs and i also gave them the friend of the show jesse klein who was watching it with us mm-hmm. so i was sailing smooth <laughs> i didn't yeah. have any um okay so that's uh is there anything else we didn't cover uh, on? That was the entire show let's briefly talk about uh the filming after the the, the show yeah they, they filmed the giant climactic scene for the oh. rocks uh new page movie, movie page yeah. fighting with my family yeah the yeah. rock called cm punk left yeah. a voicemail legitimately and punk legitimized it by talking about it on twitter yeah, he tweeted like, yeah, we all chanted because C- we wouldn't stop chanting CM Punk during the filming. Yeah, yeah. because wrestling fans are fucking assholes. Yeah, People love yelling. Oh uh, yeah, we do. We love hollering. Yeah, uh, I gotta say the the actress who was playing Paige looked looked pretty good for the most part, doing a pretty good job for you know probably she's gone through some wrestling training. Yeah, how surprised were you? At how good Thea Trinidad's portrayal of AJ Lee was. Yeah. She had she, like her mannerisms, her voice. Yeah, down. she really embodied like the entrance. And these, uh, you know, like full disclosure, magic of Hollywood, they recorded the match with the actual <gasps> actor, actresses, uh, like, you know, kind of doing what they could of the match. But there were a lot of like awkward transitions and stuff like that. Yeah. Who, and was, then, it? who was it that came out to be stunt page? It was, it's a wrestler. Yeah. Um, it's like totally, totally Blanchard's daughter. Oh, Tessa yeah. Blanchard. It's Tessa Blanchard. I think you're right. Yeah. That's um, right. So and then like they they switched out and did the match over again with like actual wrestlers doing the spots. And um, yeah, you know, it was interesting to watch. You know, it's always cool to see The Rock live. It yeah. was great to uh, be there when he called CM Punk in the middle of the ring. So cool. It's really uh, funny. I wish we I was hoping to God he would pick up. My uh, something I loved about that is there was very clearly a producer that was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there was somebody that was happy. like there was somebody that was like, move on, move on. Because like The Rock was going to FaceTime him. Yeah, what are they going to do? Fire The Rock? Yeah, yeah. The, rock, the Rock. They need The Rock way more than The Rock needs them. Yeah, at this point. and The Rock's got a flamethrower, so he'll fire them. Absolutely. He'll yeah, light yeah. his own name on fire. That's how much he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, so I guess let's go around and give uh, give final thoughts on this episode of Monday Night Raw, the live seeing Monday Night Raw experience. And just, you know, let's uh, rate the show out of uh, zero out of five, zero out of five um, the, the jalapenos. Raw, the Raw itself on a scale of five jalapenos, the Raw itself, the TV show. Like I said, a very transitional sort of middling somewhat. A couple of cool things. Like we got some good stuff. Don't get me wrong. And I, the big show. Uh, Strowman match was awesome. There were certain things in the show. I just thought otherwise it was kind of an eh, middle of the road show. I'm gonna give it like a. It was like a three point two out of five. Mm-hmm. Um, I I agree that like as far as Raws go, this was like you know this was like most of the segments were like fairly middle of the road. The amount of the, the amount of of a good time I had six out of five. Yeah, I had yeah, a great time. Yeah, yeah. Like I think and the, they were free. free yeah, the free tickets, yeah. good seats. Come on. Uh, Can't complain. But no. um, yeah, like I would I would agree in that like from segment to segment, there were some segments that were better than others. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally loved the Kevin Owens segment. Me too. Um, and the Braun Strowman Big Show match. Um, and it was also neat to see like the rock stuff. Um, as far as episodes of Raw goes, those two things would bump it up to a four out of five for me. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, as far as the amount of fun that I had hanging out with friends and Steven, uh, would, I would say, <laughs> Steven. I would say would be, you know, 20 out of five. It yeah. was great. Yeah. Like, I mean, seeing the rock is its own 10 out of five. Yeah. I mean, it's just great to see him. Yeah. 
Um, and that was a treat for the crowd, too, because it wasn't on television. Yeah. So that's very cool. Yeah, seeing Vince McMahon for a second was great. Mm-hmm. One, yeah. Um, you know, overall, I would say that uh, the food was pretty good uh, uh, at the Staples Center. I would say avoid Blaze Pizza. Stick with things that are a little bit more mm, chainy and, and things that you wouldn't think mm-hmm. are conventionally good. Your Wetzel's Pretzels, you McDonald's is probably margarita. a good place. Uh, $14 margarita for sure. Um, I didn't take a minute to find any popcorn, which I regret because, one, I wanted to wash that pizza taste out of my mouth, but two, it would have given, given Nick something to knock out of my hands at their match. Sure, yeah. uh, and that would have been very fun. Yeah. Um, you know, this match, uh, hey, we, we got to see something for free. We all got to hang out with all my friends and Joey. Uh, uh, <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Uh, cool. And uh, yeah, it was fun. I get it. We like yelling. Uh, I see I see the appeal of just screaming. Uh, it's screaming. Yeah, it's uh, fun. It's fun. To, it's fun to scream with people. You're just you're just a bunch of savages. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I guess there's get something that. primal about it that's enjoyable mm-hmm. for sure. Um, it appeals to our basest instincts. Yeah. Um, and so uh, so uh, you know after all that, I, I guess I give it like a a three as an experience overall. It was, it could, it was long. It could have been a lot yeah. shorter. Uh, but you know we we saw it. We did it. Um, some okay food. Three. But- Three pretzels. The show itself, did you care? Um, no. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. Right. But it was fun to hang out. It was oh, okay. fun to hang Good. out. Good, fair enough. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. Well, guys, we did it. We went to Monday Night Raw. We took Steven. He's now seen... Three mo- wrestling events live. Yeah, multiple wrestling I'm events, including off. NXT I've, and Raw. I've seen more wrestling events in the last year since we've done the show than I've gone to concerts that I would enjoy. Oh, wow. cool. And that really upsets me. <laughs> I love that. So just so you know, I'm done going to live events. Except for PWG, which is next. Is that true? Maybe. We, we don't have, well, oh. there's always PWG. If we raise $400,000 through our Amazon.com uh, web portal, we will go to PWG. Check it out. Usually guys. almost always monthly, if not bi-monthly or Every couple yeah, months. we'll go. So, PWG is definitely something yeah, we need to do. We'll see what we can One do. day, you know, Hollywood Championship Wrestling, Freak Show Wrestling. Yeah. There's so many places we need to see. You can always email us at you should love wrestling at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at YSLW Podcast. You can leave a totally sweet and awesome review uh, on our iTunes. Mm-hmm. Give us that sweet five star review. Uh, you know, like we had uh, uh, EOJ. Barkura uh, leave us less a five star review and he said as a gimmick it first occasionally bothered me but it gets so much better I love the guests and the range of topics Steven is just so far and over his head <laughs> keep it up guys see after a while he started to enjoy Steven's suffering and that's yeah. what got yeah, yeah. He, he called it he called his headline for his review was super punchable but hilarious <laughs> and I right. appreciate yeah, that that's our so show. thanks EOJ appreciate yeah, it uh, you raise uh, $500 through Amazon portal we'll punch Steven in the throat and one more time guys do not forget to go to boardwalkaudio.com Look up uh, You Should Love Wrestling. We will have those links to all those fun tweets. Again, yep. thanks for interacting us with us with during the show. It was yep. a lot of fun. We had a great time. So, Stephen, you didn't love Monday Night Raw, but hey, I guess it's worth an ask. Mm. Stephen. Do you love your friends? Do you love wrestling papers? Wait, which one is it? Do you love wrestling papers? I lo- yes. <laughs> Do, right. you love Do you love wrestling? Hang- Do you love hanging out with your friends? Sure, of course. Smart than I You don't love wrestling. Do you love <laughs> wrestling? Uh, I do not. And okay. Also... Blaze Pizza at the Staples Center is bad. Go fuck oh, yourself. That's fair. Go Blaze fuck pe- yourself, Blaze. Blaze Pizza, fuck you. Fuck you. See you next time. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, you can find us at YSLW Podcast. Or if you have match suggestions or questions, shoot us an email at you should love wrestling at gmail.com. Joey, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Joey Tainman. And you can listen to my other podcast, 25 Minutes of Silence, which is a podcast where guests and I sit in silence for 25 minutes, also on Boardwalk Audio. Nick, where can we find you on social media? Oh, guys, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligor, G-L-I-G-O-R. What about you, Stephen? You can find me all across the internet at 
Pearlstein. Be sure and like, subscribe, and give us a review on iTunes. Give us that five-star rating. Write some nice comments. Maybe we'll read them on the air. Thanks for listening to You Should Love Wrestling. Guys, we will catch you next time. Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.